0: more than everybody. So basically, um, Scott asked if I would be interested in recording a podcast on Wednesday's Clubhouse. So I've decided to uh, take him up on that offer and um, create this podcast for you guys. So I hope I don't waffle on too much. But uh, so here we go. So I've obviously decided to talk about my running, but more how I've got where I've got. And the commitment that it's taken, and you know, one thing that I did do was ask for help. And I know a lot of people say, you know, when you ask for help, it feels like you're admitting defeat. But in my case, I kind of want to discuss how actually asking for help was probably the best thing that I ever could have done. And it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't because I admitted defeat. It actually, you know, it propelled me forward with my running and. It was the best thing that I ever could have done. And the way I look at it, actually asking for help meant I wanted to succeed. So some of you know the backstory with regards to me and my running. Um, you know, I joined a WhatsApp group called the Ultra Awesome Runners. And, um, you know, I loads, loads of them on there were planning to run an ultra. And initially I did consider running an ultra with them. But life commitments made me decide that actually running an ultra was not going to sort of fit into my life at the moment. But what I did decide to do, they were all running races and stuff like this. And I'd never at the, you know, in February, I'd never, ever run a race ever other than um, race for life. I'd never actually officially run a race. So I decided to enter the Mavericks, which is an off-road marathon. And we had awful weather, sort of January, February time. And um, my Adidas (laughs) all-terrain were not stopping me from slipping over in the mud. So off I went to a run shop that had been recommended to me, sort of local to where I live, to buy a pair of trail shoes. And that is where I met Jeff, um, who is now my coach. Um, And initially, we just got chatting. And uh, he sold me a pair of shoes and told me to go back. So, uh, a couple of weeks later, after having done the trail run, I decided to go back and have a bit more of a chat with Jeff. And, um, you know, when we were in there, we were just discussing general things, and he um, gave me his email address and phone number. And that's initially how things started. So, you know, I took his email address and phone number away, and I was going to be running the 20 miles at Goodwood. So a couple of weeks later, I just dropped him an email, sort of saying, you know, do I need to run 20 miles or what would he advise my longest run? He sent a few emails, a few bits of information. He created me a very basic training plan. So it kind of just went from there, really. So I ran a 20 miles at Goodwood. I, you know, it was my longest run I ever did. Then a week later, I ran the half at Q um, and it was my first ever half marathon that I'd raced and um, you know I got a PB there and I was very pleased with the time that I'd got so I didn't think much of it and uh, both times I raced Jeff you know politely emailed me asking me you know how I'd gone and stuff like that and anyway so you know over the, the over those few months up until April you know a few emails went back and forth back and forth and then you know In the end, I needed a new pair of running shoes, Um, my sort of normal um, Adidas Ultra Boost. They just weren't really cutting it anymore. They were getting a bit old. Um, Decided I wanted something new, so popped in to see Jeff, got a pair of shoes, and we got chatting a bit more. Um, And basically, you know, he said to me, you know, if I really want some help with my running, you know, give him a call. So I went away, you know, bit nervous, didn't really think much of it. Did a couple of runs, had a really bad one, went out too fast, got really hot, didn't complete the distance that I'd done, brushed it off, did another run. But I just felt like I wasn't really getting anywhere. Um, you know, I, I I can, you know, I I can run. I was able to run. I could go out. I could pick a route. I could do this. But you know, I hadn't really ever created a training plan for myself and I didn't really know where to start. And I also didn't really know what distances I liked running. I just picked a load of random runs, was doing a load of random training, um, you know, two, ma- mainly three times a week at this point, And um, just didn't know what to do. So I decided to call Jeff. And, you know, it was probably the hardest thing that I have ever done is pick up the phone to somebody and go, hi, I know you've given me your mobile number, but I need help. And are you actually happy to help me? Because Jeff coaches me for free. And I am so truly grateful for that. You know, I was calling him on his day off to basically say, you know, please help me. And it was the best thing I ever could have done, but I was so nervous about it. And when I look back now, I can't understand why I was so nervous about it. You know, he'd given me his email address, he'd given me his mobile number, and again, he'd you know said, "Please call me." When I went back in again, he was happy to help me. And I think maybe I felt like you know I was, you know, admitting defeat that I couldn't do it on my own. But I don't know. It was it was really bizarre. And anyway, so that evening, Jeff called me a bit later on and we you know, started a bit more of a discussion. And he said to me, could I, you know, commit to training, you know, running five times a week? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, I gave him all the details and stuff like that. And a week later, he came back with a training plan. And my God, it was a detailed training plan with five runs a week. And I didn't even understand some of the some of the information on the run. I and mean, I remember putting the message on the ultra awesome running WhatsApp group. And I was like, I've got this run to do and I don't know what to do. And they were like, message your coach. And I was like, yeah, but he coaches me for free. And I feel silly like that. I don't know what it is. And they were like, just ask him. And anyway, yeah, so I did. I asked him and he explained it. And then in the end, we actually went out for a drink. And uh, we went through my training plan in a lot more detail. And I sat there going, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I must be so stupid not understanding it. And he was like, no, he apologized to me because he'd given me all this information and I didn't understand it. And again, I sat there and felt to myself, you know, actually, no, I'm not stupid. I'm asking for help because I want to succeed. And what I think that we sometimes do is we put this massive emphasis on ourselves that asking for help, is a bad thing you know oh we're not doing very well so or we're failing so you've got to ask for help actually I really want to uh, you know get you know to change people's mindset on that, that actually asking for help is because you want to succeed it's not because you're failing you want to succeed you know I wanted to do this training plan I wanted to to see what I could do so obviously that was my you know that was the first training plan he gave me and to put into perspective, so in April, I got given, he gave me free entry into the web in 10K and I ran it for in 42.33. So the first race I then did in July, after having done a month and a half of training following his plan, I got my, he, I got my first sub 40. Um, I got three whole minutes off my time. I did it in 39.33 it was dead on three minutes. So I was absolutely emotional going over the line. I remember putting a voice note on the WhatsApp groups, basically like, I can't believe my time. Um, it was really emotional because I think that's when it hit me that, you know, actually, you know, my hard work and commitment had paid off because, I, yep, yeah, I'd followed the plan and when you do the training runs, it's fine. You, you know, maybe they do feel easier, but it's not until you race and you push yourself and you get a really good result that you realize, like, what you've actually achieved, um, so that was, like, a real turning point for me, was the Phoenix 10k, and I know it's only a short race, but that was when I realized, you know, wow, the difference, like, his his plan had, had made, and then it's just gone on from there, really, so, you know, that was June, July, um, and he's created me a plan ever since, and, you know, I, there's a couple of things that, you know, I have done that. I would never have dreamt I'd have done back in February when I first walked into his store. I had elite entry into the Swansea 10K, another PB. I got an elite entry to the Great South Run, and my God, that will be a memory I will take away with me for, you know, the rest of my life. If I don't do anything else, to be stood behind an Olympian Steph Twill on the start line of the Great South Run will literally be like a lasting memory for me it was the most phenomenal experience and you know I didn't win that I didn't come anywhere near close to winning I was eight I was the 18th female over the line out of 25 you know what that didn't bother me I'm most proud of my PB but being able to stay I stood on the start line with an Olympian (gasps) That just means more to me than anything and it was just all about the experience that run was yeah you know it was just an amazing experience amazing atmosphere amazing run and i couldn't have been more grateful to have been given that opportunity and to have taken part you know the end result for me was a pb and i couldn't be been more proud of myself for doing that but also i think what we sometimes have to remember as well is you've got to enjoy the experience and you know if I don't get to do that again I had that experience and I genuinely did enjoy it I will admit in the lead up to it I was absolutely really really nervous and I remember telling everybody how nervous I was and there's pictures of me and I even look nervous and I felt a bit like it was a bit overwhelmed but once I got out there and I was on that start line the overwhelming feeling went and um you know I was just grateful to have taken part and I literally remember going over the line massive smile on my face it's probably one of the best pictures I've ever got of me running seeing my coach and giving him the biggest hug because he was there with a pep talk before I did that run the day before when I was feeling really nervous and he was there at the end to congratulate me and it was just you know like I say it was the experience that one that really was a phenomenal experience and I couldn't have been more grateful for that And then, you know, I think one of the things that I am most proud of was obviously Alton Towers. And I'm, and it's going to sound really, really daft, but I'm really proud of myself because, you know, I go on and on about, you know, what I've done and what I've experienced. But I do get really nervous before a run and I do doubt myself quite a lot. And my coach has always been there to tell me where to stand on like my most more recent races like the Swansea 10k the Phoenix 10k and the Great South Run he told me where to stand and that was pretty much at the front of the start line and I remember him saying saying to me you know for the Owen Tower's half you know get yourself to the front and you know if you'd have asked me to do that two months ago I would have refused. I would not have had the confidence to put myself on that start line. I just, I never, ever felt like I was good enough. And I always felt like, you know, if I did that, maybe people would look at me and think, oh, why is she putting herself on the start line? That whole feeling of self-doubt that, you know, would creep in. But on the day... Even though all the other turtles were there and I knew they were supporting me, I took myself off and I put myself on that start line. And I did it with a smile on my face and, you know, it wouldn't have mattered where I come that day, you know, I wouldn't have mattered if I didn't get a PB in the end. What I am most proud of is that I had the confidence to put myself on that start line and, you know... I am proud of myself for winning and I am proud of myself for my PB, but I am more proud that I have found that confidence within myself to do that. And I think all I want people to realise is that if you really want to achieve something, you know what, don't let your confidence hold you back because, you know, everybody has the right to achieve whatever they want in life and if there's people out there that are going to support you to do it take that support because you know what everybody deserves to be supported as well and I some people say I'm humble I don't think I'm humble I think I'm grateful I'm grateful that I've met an amazing group of people that encouraged me to get back into running I'm grateful that I've met somebody that was happy to coach me who saw something in me and wanted to help me you know I'm grateful for the experiences that I've had this year and you know what if I don't win another race and I don't get in another lead entry it really doesn't matter because this year I've had that but I will still carry on my running and I will still commit to running five days a week and you know we are going into the worst months of the year but I look at what I've achieved this year and I you know I wouldn't have achieved that if I wasn't running five times a week so when I'm lying in my bed wrapped up nice and warm and think I really don't want to get up because it's peeing it down with rain inside the thoughts of the things that I've done this year they are what drive me to get out of bed so yeah apologies if I've just really waffled it was a bit I didn't really completely know what to talk about but I hope you've all enjoyed hearing a little bit about you know me and where I've got to and what's been my driving force behind me and my running this year and I hope you all have a lovely day bye